everyone given given uh, respect. But the but the person that really wrote this by God influencing him was right. Paul. There you go. That's what I'm talking Brother about. Brother Paul. Right, cause Paul Paul, you know, was very much, you know, uh, you know, have you know, had a, a worldly life being raised, you know, in, in power and you know, and who you who know, hated, you know, the Christians. But Paul wasn't God. God used Paul as an ink pen to write this down. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Just like he using me to speak this with my mouth, but he's doing the talking. He's his word and his mind. I want the people to know the truth. Everything in this book, God wrote it. Because he don't. This is the only book I have ever read which I really haven't read because I done went from cover to cover, but I really haven't read it because it's inexhaustible. Yeah, anytime you read it, you get, you get new revelations. Right? You teach yourself something new that you didn't know before. I mean, you open your eyes and stuff, you know, there's something that, uh, so wow, I didn't, I, I didn't know, I didn't know that, or I, I you know, and I, I read, you know, I read all the time like you do, and every time I read a, a different chapter, or even a different psalm, or even different proverbs, you know, it gives me a new message every time I read them. Well, I'm so glad God wrote it, <laughs> and I believe it. <laughs> Did it go to say, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. The righteous man was Jesus Christ. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Sure did. Much more then, being now justified by his blood. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other found I know. Nothing but the blood of, nothing but the blood of, nothing but the blood of Jesus. We should be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we should be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Without the shedding of blood, there is no atonement for sin. Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, showed did, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God 
and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, had abound unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. That's Jesus Christ. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. That's talking about Adam. So by the obedience of one should many be made righteous. That's talking about Christ. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abound, grace did much more abound. That as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, one thing there, you know, uh, uh, which is, what, 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 you know, this, that's one of my favorite you know, chapters because it, it, it tells so much, you know, about you know, present day. You know, in fact, you know, this about, like you said, these books were written over centuries ago, you know, and they feel like they're fitting to everyday life, you know, when we can have these discussions. Like what you just read, okay, you can fit into everyday discussions we have it right now. But it says that we should be very thankful that God is blessing us and starting to continue to read His Word. Amen. You know, and that is it, still relevant right now because it, it, what is being said is like unbelievably the truth. You know, and people have tried for years and years and years to prove it wrong, and yet what the Bible still stands. So right now, okay, so when they, uh, right now, I just want to, you know, uh, you know, thank you for all the things that you're saying here. And right now, uh, you know, as going to this, 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 this holiday weekend, you know, uh, for the first time, people can move about, you know, have they, you know, get uh, vaccinated and, uh, and they hit the highway or hit the you know, skyways or railways. You want to kind of, you know, pray for them that they be, they be, they be, be uh, I can't have a good word be blessed at the same time, you know, be respectful of them, even then they come in contact with my right? Yes, you are. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, uh, Scott, this is the purpose in USA, hotsalvio.com. Oh, by the way, I did like this song too, by the way. You know, it's nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you know, the purpose in USA, hotsalvio.com. Don't you tune in right to your comments on the Memorial Day weekend. Y'all let me know, take it out of here.
great, beautiful, beautiful uh, Memorial Day weekend. Get into the same little like this. But over, if it is overcast, the temperature is kind of low. And for people who go hopping to swimming pool for the first time with the fishing they can food, don't open up. It's going to be cold. You're going to be eating with the car skin dipping. <laughs> you're going to jump in and jump out. But anyway, uh, that doesn't stop Mother Nature. I'm so happy to say it. I hope you like our new music. Uh, we've been, you know, trying to comply. We all have been compliant with the, um, with, with, with all the copyright laws and all that stuff, you know, and I hope you like it. And uh, we actually appreciate your opinion. If Rev says it sounds like us, God says it sounds like us. And I hope you think it sounds like us. But anyway, as we begin this, uh, this Memorial Day weekend, we, we can say that God has been answering our prayers because right now the uh, COVID-19 cases, you know, uh, are not moving fast as they had been. Right now, we still have been affected by what 33 million uh, people. And I do know out in the state of California, one of our associates, uh, uh, his daughter is in school out there and, you know, and uh, they had an outbreak. I mean, over 15 kids almost, you know, uh, caught, you know, and this is not good. So again, uh, you still got to be careful. And keep in mind, they, they're taking that home to the, to the parents. And needless to say, they, those people will not be having a cultural holiday weekend because right now they're trying to figure out how to finish the school year up in some cases. And also how the parents are be dealing with you know, themselves. So, so we continue to keep these in prayer. And also the good part about this is that um, you know, they had originally predicted that we could expect to have over, you know, six, over 6,000 deaths, you know, you know, and guess what? God is in, in the mix here because we still, you know, hovering around 595,000, 94 years up, you know, but uh, that figure has not drastically changed, you know, in the hospitals, the costs are down, you know, continue to get lower and lower and lower. So we, we have to say that, you know, that God in this pandemic is getting, you know, further, further away from uh, what it was and for dictating what we can, can and cannot do. Uh, a lot of states uh, are opening all the way up. A lot of uh, baseball teams with, with basketball, when in basketball, I need to bring up the fact that uh, <coughs> a couple of uh, you know, uh, fans in the stand, I know we all been to baseball games, football games, and you know, and all those teams, you know, you know games that you go to, and Unruly fans, you know, make the whole city, the whole city looks bad. And this past weekend, this past week or so, we had several instances in the NBA where people have just been very unprofessional. And in one case, spit on the player, you know, and, you know, throwing, throwing things on the, on the players. Well, first of all, when you do that, <clears throat> you don't get kicked out the game for life. Because everything you're doing a ball for, nowadays there's a camera someplace looking at you. So you won't do something and think you can get away with it. Matter of fact, how do I know that? A lot of my coworkers for years and years and years worked at the uh, base, worked at the, worked at the baseball games, the hockey games, and the football games, and, they, and also they have all the you know, sports that they came here from the NCAA. Uh, they were cameramen, you know, and I can think four or five of them that I know, and uh, and they and they have told me for a fact that there are a lot of shots they don't show. But if something goes on, they need it right away, they can pull it up. And so the camera's not just on the baseball players or the, or the basketball players, the camera's also on you also. I mean, I mean, take my word for it, you know, some things they told me they see people doing, 
But again, you know, it's still, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, not, not professional. And the people that happened in the NBA, they've been banned for life. You know, and, you know, and not only that, okay, this thing is also, you know, kind of spilled over to people in traveling. He's on an airplane. Everybody knows this has been a, been a law for years. You got to put it on your seatbelt. I mean, that's what the law says, okay? <laughs> and for people, you know, and, you know, and when they say that, not just that alcohol is sort of a little part of this. So, again, uh, you know, as they, you know, the, uh, but that can be controlled. But again, uh, this is uh, over a couple, hundred, a couple thousand people have been assaulted in some kind of way, uh, which makes it kind of very unlikely that uh, it will grow, it will, uh, we will be put under control. And also, while we're saying this, if you're somewhat confused or you want to be careful, please continue where you wash your hands. That's something that, again, we see in this area. Wash your hands. That's what we've been taught as kids. And please continue to wear your face mask whenever possible, whenever you think you need to, when you're in close quarters and stuff. You know, and social distancing, you know, when you can, uh, right now, a lot of restaurants, a lot of baseball teams uh, are going to you know, uh, open up all these stadiums. And that means they all, all of that can sit right next, next to people, okay? And they also said face mask or option. So, again, you're not sure, you know, who you're coming in contact with. You don't know if they're vaccinated or not. So, again, if I were you, I would not, you know, err on the, on the, on the side. I would be very, very, very cautious to make sure I had a face mask on. And also, uh, 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 this anger that you know, happens too frequent in our country. In San, 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 San Jose, California, this past week, uh, we had another man that had that did something that's so senseless. It makes no sense. We had another mass killing, another mass shooting. It's, it was a mass killing. Well, over eight people lost their lives, and this took place at the uh, Valley, uh, San Jose Valley Transportation Authority, uh, which you know was just like here in St. Louis, the most places they they, they, they kind of provide the train service uh, for you know, if you had light rail. Or if you got a, a bus, a buses, a buses, they can regulate that, and plus they maintain the buses and stuff, you know. And a lot, a lot of these people, you know, who, who went to work that day, you know, didn't have a slight idea, and also they were in a in a union meeting, and the young man, uh, the gentleman, one of the person that did this, uh, took his own life, you know, which is not always. Uh, a person that's going to stand up and be responsible for what he or she did. And so, uh, and I was in, in that, you know, he, he, he intended to kill himself because he also burned his own house down. You know, and then when the, when the people he did get in there, they found all type of, uh, uh, manifestos, uh, you know, all kind of, you know, uh, ammunition, uh, handguns, and all that of stuff, okay, that showed that, uh, this is something that was kind of planned out in advance. And, uh, and, you know, and not only makes this kind of even more kind of uh, not a good deal, that this man had been caught a couple of years ago trying to come into the country, uh, and that he had a lot of information that, that made it be stopped and be investigated. But again, we don't know how far he wanted to, uh, to, uh, to share with other, other departments, but again, we need to be aware 
uh, who you around and work, you know, who you speak to. And it seemed as though that he was uh, shooting people around that he didn't like and letting other people go. You know, that just, and you've been around people in the office and places, so you stop. Well, sometimes you have some people that work with you that sometimes they just don't get along with nobody. We've all met people like that, Ira. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and that's what I said, but, I, I, you know, as I try to tell me, I respect everybody, to everybody, you know, and some people have bad days, but that's, that's who they are, so we just have to be respectful of everybody, you know, and don't, you know, and just, you know, get on, you know, space that they need, you know, and just, you know, have a good day, and life is good, as I always say, okay, <laughs> you know, you know, and, and we continue, you know, just, you know, make sure we have a good day. And also, uh, this weekend, uh, a lot's going on around the country, as I just said, but uh, almost on all TV stations, uh, uh, radio stations, uh, there's some type of uh, reference being made to the 100-year anniversary of the Tulsa, Oklahoma riots uh, that took place over 100 years ago, where, uh, well, I know we can't say it was a thousand, I mean, there was hundreds of blacks were, were killed. As a matter of fact, um, the whole black community was disintegrated, for lack of better description. It disappeared. And, and that's why I said disintegrated, because even in, uh, in, in Tulsa history, the people who, uh, who lived there, uh, who went to school there, a lot of blacks went to school there, went to college, you know, and went to college and stuff, they were shocked, okay, that then for them to hear about the riot that took place. And then this was called the, uh, one of the uh, most prosperous blacks in the country, they had the own hotel, I mean, one of the best hotels in the, country, in the country, you know, black or white. Uh, you know, they had, you know, their own banks. Uh, they had, you know, um, everything going for them, you know, and, you know, they had a nice neighborhood. Some of them had nice cars and stuff. And, and all this got started because uh, a young man, it was said that a, a, young, a young man assaulted a young white girl, a black, black young man did, okay? Well, years later, uh, as usual, the truth comes out, and she said, well, that was not quite true. Well, that cannot take care of the mass graves that end up being, being, being you know, being dug and blacks being trampled the bone in. Uh, this was something that was like a terrorist attack. That, you know, the black community was being bombed. I mean, could you imagine your neighborhood where, you know, where they just been bombing them? And also, and it's, it's one of those scenarios that in, in Oklahoma, even as we had this conversation, our black history is very, very, very important because it's, it's a part of American history. Good or bad is, is what, what we did or did not do. And so now, uh, several states, and, and just this past Tuesday, uh, uh, in Tennessee, the governor, Bill Lee there, uh, Republican signing a bill that bans uh, uh, critical race theory being, from being taught in, in, their, in their public schools. Now, he's not just him in Tennessee, okay? He's joined Arkansas, uh, Idaho, and guess what? Oklahoma signed up a couple weeks ago. That, uh, that, you know, that they don't want their history to be told. And I said, there, you know, people you know, who you know, don't look like blacks, you know, who write wrote all the history books, and who, and who right now uh, uh, don't want the story to be told what the facts were. But, but right now, as we have this conversation, uh, they're starting to find 
mass graves in Tulsa. And they sort of dig bodies up. Uh, you still have people who've been around 100 years right now who are actually telling the story of asking what took place. Uh, and this, now this is something that's real funny here. In Tulsa, uh, they have had a commission for many, many years, okay, that's put together by the, uh, you know, the whites and the various and other people there in the state where they uh, talk about, you know, uh, you know the, uh, the, the, the riots. And, well, you know, the blacks, the story, you know, they own, they own you know, uh, group to, to reflect on their history, uh, tell about their history, you know, a lot of the people that had, had died unnecessarily. Well, this year, the white group decided that, guess what, we're not going to, we're not going to participate this year. Well, the story is still being told. Because almost, as I said before, almost most uh, cable channels uh, are running some type of a spectacle about, as a matter of fact, little even LeBron James uh, is did, did doing a movie, a special, I should say, on CNN tonight. I mean, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, it's just the end of time. That uh, went to place there. And so, again, our history is just said time and time and time and time and time again, okay? You can't. Know, uh, know where you're going until you know where you're being. And so right now, uh, uh, as we speak, I said right now there is a there are celebrations going on for, you know, for, the, for the lives, for the history of what took place there in Tulsa. And uh, we respect respect that. And, you know, a lot of our people in our staff here, you know, on, on our team, you know, uh, have family members there that's uh, out in, in, in Oklahoma, you know, and, 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 and we just pray, okay, that everything is peaceful, uh, that, that all goes well in a timely manner, and then, and, and then one continue to respect. And also, uh, one of the things about this is, 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 is hard to deal with, is that uh, in, in the areas that were formerly black-owned, uh, black, uh, black, you know, black communities, you know, there are still certain churches that are still standing the test of time. See, we have churches always going to be part of the history of something going on in our black history, or anyone in history. And the church is always still standing there. It was burned down, but it's you know, wasn't burned totally down. It's been rehabbed there, and so now there's history there. And again, we have said, again, we want to you know, keep, keep them in their prayer, in our prayers, and, and doing this, this this weekend, you know, and, and just celebrating their lives also. And also, uh, 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 this past week in Washington, D.C., this is, is uh, uh, as far as history being told, right now, uh, Congress has started them in one of the week in the re recess, uh, and they'll be, they be out, 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 out of, out of, uh, out of, uh, out of, uh, D.C. until June the 7th, uh, which is a couple weeks from now, just about. And, and, they, and they left uh, D.C. with a lot of our business undone, business undone. And we just start off with something that's uh, affected, it almost affected all Americans. Uh, you know, when on January the 6th, 2021, uh, speaking of riots, we saw with our own very eyes, our, our capital in, our, in, in Washington, D.C., be under siege. And you see on the sea, it's like some of those old movies where you had uh, the Roman people you know, storming the walls, climbing up the walls. They had uh, a hate little loose. 
being hanging outside, you know, for uh, Vice President Pence and, and Mr. Uh, Speaker Pelosi. Uh, they were just roaming the halls. You know, matter of fact, uh, one of the um, Capitol Police uh, actually died a day or so later from that. Uh, matter of fact, one of the uh, rioters actually got killed that day trying to break into, into the chambers and what have you. And I guess that's one of the things that I have to elaborate on. One of the congressmen that was actually seen on video again, see this is the thing about video. Uh, it shows you not at your best moment and you're not even thinking about, you know, uh, you know what's going on, you know, and he was not thinking about what was going on. He was trying to fight to save his life. Because uh, thanks to a black man that when it, when this took place that uh, that uh, uh, he was able to miss to take the the, the rioters in a different direction away from the center chambers. Otherwise, he would have been a massacre right there, and these people would have lost. Some of them, you know, hopefully, would have lost their lives. Okay, but they had a mob, a mob mentality, and so again. Uh, Speaking of, of that, you know, the security police there, you know, the Capitol Police, not the Capitol Police, uh, one of the, you know, the gentlemen who lost his life, his mother walked the halls this week, begging uh, senators to actually, you know, vote, but the Republicans actually vote for this bill. And all they asked him is to have like an a, a, a investigation. Uh, Someone they did for 9 11 to find out. What happened? Uh, no matter what happened, you know, as far as uh, the, the Senate being informed of this, the FBI is still, as we speak, arresting people right now. And they're still sitting there with 500 people right now that's going to go to trial, uh, who will, uh, will have a day in court. And in each case, they have uh, their own evidence of some videos. Or they have evidence where the uh, people that have been caught, like some here in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, who have gone before the judge. And uh, matter of fact, the, 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 young, the young man that was actually in um, uh, the one looked like a Viking, okay, where he lives in about Lloyd here in St. Louis. And, and he's uh, claiming all kinds of things that he didn't know what he was doing. One, one person said, Fox made me do it. I mean, we you don't hear a whole lot of excuses, but the investigation uh, for the criminal charges will take place. But we want to know uh, an investigation that actually what took place, what was behind it, because uh, this all took place. And I said one thing that we have a senator in Jartali that did us know the Missouri no good when he was actually seen out front of the Capitol raising his fist. As a matter of fact, he was the first one to contest. To contest the uh, the uh, you know the validity of, of the of the um, um, you know, college you know, uh, you know the votes you know uh, that we came in. So again, uh, we pray that uh, that cool heads continue to uh, you know, to prevail, and that this investigation at some point will take place, and the truth will be told. And I think it's just a matter of time. And another thing, I'd like to say this. When we voted uh, uh, last November, be you Democrat, be you Republican, or you be on the Libertarian, or you be the Green Party, whoever you are, okay, when you vote, are you independent? Uh, you did not vote for a thing called a filibuster. 
Now the filibuster is what is holding everything up in Congress right now, where the rule that they, that was created by Congress, by the Senate, I should say, that that uh, you can hold up the bill uh, from being voted on. You had to have these 60 votes to pass certain bills. Well, when we voted you know, for these people, we didn't vote for a filibuster, and and, and the filibuster been utilized. All through the years, when it comes to, uh, it was great, you know, to make sure that, uh, that, that blacks, okay, will continue to be disrespected. Now, right now, I mentioned to you, there are several bills that still hanging out there. One of the bills is the George Floyd Crime Justice Bill. Now, right now, uh, that will affect a whole lot of things that will take place, you know, some, uh, that's going on. Because uh, this past uh, 25th was Mr. Ford's birthday, and I think it was going to pass. But right now they're still working out there. I think uh, Senator Scott and Senator Booker and uh, Ms. Bass, they will be able to come to some type of you know, agreement here. Now it's been said that uh, that that Senator Scott will be negotiating for the for the Senate along with Senator Booker, and it's been said that uh, if they come to agreement, okay, that means Ms. McConnell will allow the vote to, the Republicans to vote for this bill. Now, I say, uh, 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 say it because the same thing was, was told the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, not the Congressman in, uh, in the House, that he would negotiate a deal on the, uh, on the, uh, January 16th Commission and that they gave the Republican everything they asked for, but they decided it wasn't enough. So again, Senator Scott, Senator Booker, and, and, and Congresswoman Bass right now are uh, negotiating now to come with a compromise. And they said if, if they come with a compromise, the Republicans will agree. So time will tell. And also, uh, you know, we're talking about the, you know, the George Floyd bill, and also, uh, uh, another bill that's very close to all of our hearts has been the one that John Lewis <laughs> voter rights bill. Uh, and over, so right now, over 40 some states are changing the laws or either changing laws to make it difficult for minorities to vote. And this is after the most, the, the most voted election people voted in, the, in our history. And we had over 50 something, uh, you know, you know uh, uh, contestants. Court and found out that there was no, 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 uh, uh, you know, illegal things done. And it was done by the book. Even if they have this conversation, say Arizona is doing something that I don't know what they're doing. Where you're trying to uh, counter votes, you know, I don't know how you find what's going on, but again, this is called a big lie, they call it right now. And so uh, as this is taking place, this is a thing that continues to divide our country in, 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 in a wrong way. And in doing doing things this way, it's, it's creating uh, a more of a divide. You know, um, you know as we, as we uh, you know, try, you know, try to come along with this. And, and right now, the whole story being told here <clears throat> is that the election was not fair. And I always say this, and I say it again today, all the senators, all the governors, all the uh, congressional people, all the uh, uh, state senators, state representatives, and everybody that we call on the Lord ballot, 
how could they all be legal in in the presidential part being illegal? Help me understand that one. It makes no sense. Uh, anybody else was legal, but the top of the battle was the president and vice president came in that they were illegal. How is that a lie? But again, uh, you know, that's been a, a fundraising tool. And, and right now, uh, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that uh, Liz Shane, uh, who also believed uh, in that, and there was some Republicans also believed in that. But right now, history, again, history always comes out. And even we talk about what happened in, in the social rise, the history, at the end of the day, you know, the facts will come to light. And so anyway, we pray that, uh, again, you know, that these states, you know, that even, even like I said earlier, you know, in the state of Oklahoma, where they're trying to, uh, really, well, they just passed a law, some other states are trying to pass a law, that what blacks did don't exist. I mean, how can you do that? Well, I know how you can do it, okay? But one thing we know is, that, okay, uh, this has been done primarily in Republican states, where the governor and, and has the power, or has the uh, uh, representatives have the, uh, in the in the legislators, uh, legislative section of uh, there, the Republicans are in control of both the House and the Senate, and that's what voting is all about. And right now, uh, uh, for the most part, we're looking at uh, fighting for their vote in uh, 2022. Uh, 2024, and also I would be remiss, okay, if I talk about on national level, and, uh, uh, and this is something that's going, to, is going here. We don't know if you how it's going to go, but uh, former President Trump is uh, right now uh, uh, being investigated by the state of New York and, and the state of, and, and the Justice Department there, as well as uh, uh, a grand jury is convening. Now, this is a special grand jury. Normally, the grand jury will last anywhere for, for, for three months, but this is going to last six months. And normally, we once, once, a, once a week you know, to, to, to review what's going on. But this grand jury is going to meet three times a week. And so, this will look into uh, the business dealings of, of the former president, uh, what he's got going, uh, what he's done in the past, things that he said. And also, uh, uh, McGahn uh, was an attorney for the president, and as you recall during the uh, impeachment process, that uh, he had sued not to testify against President Trump uh, during the Mueller investigation. And that's why I said, these things will eventually come out no matter how long it takes. And so it's going to the court, and the court has proven, okay, that he has to tell the truth. And how that will go, Everyone will find out, and that's, that, that, those, you know, those hearings are sort of taking place sometime, you know, in the, in the very near future. And also, one last thing about uh, the Human uh, Rights, uh, uh, I mean, the uh, Commission from the January the 6th, uh, it will be voted on again. Uh, uh, I mean, Congressman Senator Schumer said he will bring it up again for another vote. And if you can look at the people in, in your district, or your cities, or your state, or your state senators, your state senators, who voted for, who voted against. Please do that. And also, uh, this past week, okay, uh, you know, uh, we had that uh, John Payne, they say it fell to 406,000 last week. And also, the legal department uh, showed that applications declined uh, to 
I've been retraining someplace else. Or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making more money to do stuff else right now. So I don't want to go back and be a waiter. And unfortunately, in some places, you have a lot of people who mistreat waiters and stuff. You know, we all have stories. We have heard about those. I've seen some things they've seen. So right now, those restaurant workers, uh, even hotel workers, and to make matters even worse, uh, we had to you know, depend on this COVID-19 affecting, still affecting what goes on. A lot of visas, and we would, and we allow certain people to come in from different countries, primarily as seasonal workers. Uh, you said, well, what's the big deal? Well, if you go into the swim, not in well, St. Louis, you know, we got a cold here, but most swimming pools uh, have uh, 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 kids or students who come from foreign countries, okay, come in to be lifeguards. And so that means that uh, the pools right now can, but they can, but they got to have lifeguards. You got to have a certain amount of lifeguards. And also, you got a lot of uh, camps, summer camps that people go to every year. Well, again, employment. Uh, uh, for the workers right now are down in a lot of those camps, you know, uh, some of the camps uh, were, you know, uh, had people from foreign countries come in to be, uh, you know, to be making uh, kids there, you know, to see how to live in America. Well, they want they want to send their kids in, but they can't because of the visa, so that means they, 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 they're, they're losing money. So it's a process that as we, as we go through this pandemic, uh, pandemic you know, recovery, uh, some things are taking more time than other things, but but the one thing that is, that is definitely is taking place is the uh, the workforce has changed forever, and uh, in a lot of cases uh, you have a, a lot of uh, the uh, people who just work for work for offices and stuff. Well, some of the major corporations have found and said, guess what? We don't need as many people in our you know coming into the work workforce to come into the office now. And so they're from the uh, office buildings, they downsize and the people need to come in. Uh, in, in. In the past, before the pandemic, uh, they were traveling you know, to meetings and traveling you know, to uh, conferences and what have you. Well, guess what? The Zoom call came up, became a reality. And so now, uh, fortunately, uh, you know, technology is unfortunately created a lot of people out of jobs know, and, and also for travel, that means they see hotel money because that affects the hotel business. But right now, the good part is holiday weekend, almost hotels are filled to the brim um, that they can open up. And so again, uh, this is a, a lot going on, you know, and, and, and it depends on how you look at it or how it affects you. And that's one thing we say in our country that we have a, a different way of seeing things, a better way of seeing things. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, we will we'll, we'll have to be alive and, and have to have this pandemic, you know, getting more and more in our rearview mirror. And also, uh, this past uh, congressional year uh, in November, I should say in August here in St. Louis, in our primary, so former congressman, with, with, uh, William, William Lacey Clay, uh, lost, and lost his race to uh, uh, Congresswoman uh, Cory Bush. Uh, and right now, uh, he is now registered as a lobbyist, and that's what most most congressmen do and when they lose out. They become lobbyists, but unfortunate for him, and then that's unfortunate. You know, all lobbyists, all co congressional people, have to wait on one year before they can start lobbying in D.C. 
So, but that does the doesn't you know prohibit him from you know being a lobbyist in say Missouri, and so uh, he can lobby there. And also, it may be uh, in store also because he can raise money you know, by being a lobbyist. Uh, you know, he can't get his name out there. Also, he may have to run for the uh, you know Congress again. Who knows? And also, we will say this: uh, uh, we have an open seat. You know. Uh, in the United States Senate, uh, Congress, Senator Blunt decided to step down, and also Senator Blunt was also not a part of leadership in the Senate, so it would be a loss to us in, in, in Missouri. Uh, but, now, but now, as it turned out, No, we're here. We still here. Shane? Yes, yes, hello. How are you, how are you doing? Okay, we have a very special uh, situation today, a report, I should say, uh, Shane Hubbard, who is normally heard every, uh, every third Saturday in the month. Uh, right now, <clears throat> her family is uh, here in Tulsa, or maybe in Tulsa by now. Uh, Shane, so how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How are you? Well, life is good. You know, right now, I spoke about this a little, little earlier on, I'll tell you about what's going on in Tulsa and had a little history. Tell us a little bit about the history right quick and you can understand what's going on. Well, um, I know uh, this weekend basically is going to be the 100 year anniversary of the terrible event called the Tulsa Race Massacre, basically. And um, the white population of the town, right, burned down this prosperous black area, called, like it was called the Greenwood District, right? And they burned it down. They, like, literally killed people. They had people lose family members, and it, it was a terrible event, right? But the thing is, there's still survivors even right now, who are 100 years old plus. And we want them to have justice. We want their descendants and families to have justice, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's basically what is going on um, right now. I have not made it to Tulsa yet. Okay. But we're on our way. I'm going to go visit my family down there. And, oh, I do... Some of my family did survive that event as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing, okay? Uh, you know, people are trying to make, you know, like even talk in Oklahoma, the governor signed a bill that was passed, and they didn't want to talk, talk about black history, for lack of better description, okay? And, and but right now, you, you got family members that lived through this, what took place. And so you have actually a direct, about what happened in this book called Riot 
on Greenwood. What's the name? And What's the name? Riot on Greenwood, I believe. Okay, what, what was his name? Harold Woods. Okay. Harold Woods. And, oh, well, his first name was William. We we all just called him Harold, so. Cousin Harold. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, we got a nickname. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And so, basically, the family owned a restaurant in that area and they lived in that area, right? And Cousin Harold was born just a little before the town was like completely destroyed. And um, from what I've been told is that they were put in a camp by this militia. So they got captured and they didn't. Like, after they were released from this little camp, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure how long they were in there. After they were released, they they did not move back to Tulsa. <laughs> they um, moved to Coffeyville, Kansas, which is like about 30 miles away from Tulsa. I'm pretty sure. It's not that far. Wow. You know, you know, you don't get something like that, you know, that every day, you know, that's, that's uh, even right now, you know, Tulsa is a, a booming town. You know, not a booming city, not a town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's doing quite well. And, 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 a, and a lot of you know, the places where I'm from, uh, the back in the Greenwood district, all that's been built over, you know, and, 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 and blacks have been homes taken away from them, land taken away from them. And there's still discussion there about trying to have some type of reparation. How is that going? Well, um, I know they had this conversation in about the early 2000s, maybe late 90s, about giving these people, the living descendants at that time, right? Not living, the survivors and their descendants reparations back in 2003. They had a commission on it. So the city known about it, right? But the city never acted on that. And my cousin, I was talking to him, right? And his father is the one who survived. His father was Cousin Harold. And he told me basically they waited for them to all, the survivors to pass away, right? And they didn't do anything. And they they have to do something to serve justice because it's, it's been uh, going on for way too long, this injustice. Well, I know right now we have a lot of black space, a lot of you know, uh, black stores, you know, uh, you know, in there. And there's a movie, and there's, as a matter of fact, almost every uh, cable station has some type of a, a special program being aired about what took place in, in there, okay, and trying to bring attention to this. How does the, uh, the, the white people in, in, in you see in Tulsa, how do, they, how, do, how do they go about dealing with this? You know, all this information coming out. Well, like the, what I heard is like a lot of people never knew about this story at all until recently. And they just put it in the curriculum in Tulsa like last year, right? And so people are really shocked that this even happened. And it's like, I, I, I read online this person's like, I lived in Tulsa all my life, but I never heard about this. I'm like, wow. It, 
And it what's crazy is um, people just did not know, and they're just getting a real rude awakening. <laughs> that's that's what I feel is happening. For me, I learned at the age of fourteen, and I was absolutely disturbed of what I uh, found out. Right? So my father, uh, Wayne Hubbard, right, and his cousin Ken Barry, which is the nephew of cousin Harold, right? They brought. Uh, they were going to see family, right? And so they came to Kansas City and they brought this book called Riot on Greenwood. And my dad brought it home and I started reading it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. And the more I read it, oh, it just broke, broke my heart. I cried reading it. And I called a couple of my family, right, to see if this happened to our family, right? Called the family... Uh, historian, right, who does all the genealogy, right? I was like, hey. <laughs> oh, his name is Mark Harrison. He does a lot of the family genealogy, right? And I, myself, have been real interested in my family genealogy as well. So I've been trying to bring everyone together, collect photos, collect information about just all in general about family. And I, I really do love my family. Matter of fact, Cheyenne is also her every uh, on this on this area with MC, right? Mm-hmm. Which is this area, you know, no less. No less. We can be on last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, with MC Richard, matter of fact, he should uh, guess we come to Kansas City because of that uh, five o'clock on on from MCHotdogs.com and. With what you have done for his, his, his family is uh, the, the genealogy, and, and we have collaborated. Uh, and I said, we actually has the members of the family together on a couple of conference calls, and it's, it's been unbelievable. It's, it's extraordinary in total. About these family members, that family, they didn't even understand but the genealogy, like you said, all because of what you, what you, what you have actually. Well, that's one of your hobbies, that's one of in your business is, and you started here. Yes, yes, I have a business called Connected Trees, and you can find it on Facebook, and I find people genealogy, I make family trees for them, find their relatives that they haven't spoken to in years. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do all that stuff. Okay, now, so, so, so how did you feel, I'll ask one more time, I know. That when that you read the book, okay, book that uh, that 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 you had, that and you read it and you, you couldn't put it down evidently, and then you know you asked, is this true? Well, I you know at first I was like, mm, this 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 is so awful, I can't believe this happened. But then I was like, you know, American history is um <laughs> it's kind of dark, and so. I was like, you know, this, this definitely did happen. And the book, right, on Greenwood, right, mm-hmm. it, it goes in a lot of detail that you, you won't find anywhere else. And it's their eyewitness accounts, right? Oh, uh, I, I definitely recommend anyone to get that book if you're curious. 
about what happened. So let me ask you a question, okay? Uh, uh, as, as you, as we all hear uh, about all this on uh, this weekend, on Memorial Day weekend, and this is almost come back Black History weekend, okay? Because uh, I'm looking at on TV, they got they got the demonstrations going on, for lack of a better description. You got young people, old people. Uh, uh, you know, you got different organizations. You know, different sororities. And people, you know, their families and stuff walking in the parades and stuff here, you know. How does that make you feel as a, having a family that's, you know, that actually was a part of the, of the history that they're being displayed? Well, I am uh, glad that they're finally talking about it. That, and because it has been ignored by history for so long, and they try to pretend that it didn't happen. It. I'm glad that the story is getting told. I'm glad that these people, even at the age of 107, that uh, old lady who gave a testimony about what happened, I'm glad that they're paying attention to her because, like, they silenced those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, one of the things that I, I, I grew up in the South, in the South myself, you know, you know, Hold on, we're going to be in here. This is, this is interesting, okay? Uh, uh, okay, we're we interested uh, right now. Okay. I got a new telephone. No, I, I, got, I don't have a new phone. I got a, a new thing on my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been updated, okay? <laughs> and, and so, so all the buttons are moving around. But anyway, Lovecraft. 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 Did you see that, Cheyenne? 
you know, the Jewish dry cleaners or uh, the Indian uh, you know, people down the street or whatever, that money's gone out the community. So the residual value, the impact of our spending power isn't any, it, it isn't a residual value to us. We spend a lot, money, a lot of money now, ain't no question about that, but just who's benefiting from it? I know here in Missouri, okay, even here in St. Louis, uh, being a fan of uh, of black business to do business with, okay, which is one of the things you know, Missouri Metro Conference is working hard to do here is create some create some job spaces, uh, you know, create some businesses, of, you know, for blacks to have a business to go into to make money to be able to you know, touch them in some kind of way. Because it's not just like you said, you know, here in Missouri, I want to say it five times here. You know, we look and we get the two at Industry, I should say, was 
and it's and it's hard to get that certification or that license. Yes. And it's never cost and like See, I know that, that, oh. go ahead Cheyenne because you're back and, and like the beauty schools like they usually just teach a Eurocentric you know beauty standard and how to do like only straight hair in these types of beauty schools they don't even teach how to do black hair and for them to put a, a license on it where they don't even um, train normal beauty schools to do it it's just extra in my opinion. Yeah. You can go ahead. Oh, it's disgraceful. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that improves, you know, if, if, if as a consumer, and let's say somehow you were getting infected or your hair is falling out or wasn't done right or something, I can see the provocation to, that, you know, we've got to uh, improve practices or put some standardization to it. But it seems more, so, so okay, so who's got these licenses? Are they, what, the Koreans? You got to go to a Korean now or something? You know, like a nail spa? Do they have the licenses? Is that what they're trying to do? You know, it's ridiculous. But if that's the game, then okay, so... We're going to have to play the game. And whatever the encumbrances or the uh, filters or things that make it difficult to get, we'll have to deal with it. And so if you are a black salon and you do get certified, does that mean you're going to pick up this other business? You know, one thing I will say about this now, mm-hmm. these beauty shops make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no question about that. And and a number of them should, in fact, reinvest in the business and raise raise the bar. Mm-hmm. Some of them have, you know, and I, and I only go there because I know, i trying to remember where I was living. I think it was, I think it was uh, somewhere like in the South, uh, I wouldn't live in the South, like in the Carolinas or Atlanta or whatever. They started having these, some of these beauty salons open 24 hours because people that work night shift or work uh, all through and need to be off, you know, the only time they can go to the beauty shop is on Sunday. They, they will be there for them on that. And these women are spending some serious money. Oh, yes. You know, so they're going to get them open for them. And not to mention all this uh, 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 weave and all that. You know, you talk about braids, weaves. Shoot, the hair alone costs I don't know how much, and where you got to go to get it, and who's got it. You know what I mean? It, 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 they, 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 you know, uh, I happen to to have the occasion to meet um, Bernard Bonner of the Bonner Brothers, and they're the ones behind the uh, the, the hair show that's gotten so famous down there in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the amount of foreign or, or, or non-black community interest that's in those things is shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, the Asians have tried to corner the market on, on hair. Mm-hmm. And even though some of that hair is Brazilian, or uh, I've heard there's a monastery somewhere in India where they buy the hair off the uh, the nuns and the girls that live there, and they just grow it to a certain length and then let them cut it. Mm-hmm. 
sell it for some crazy price. But, these, you know, these are poor people, too, so they ain't paying that much. You know, but it's exploitive in, in some aspects, and a person will go to any lengths to get that profit, and they can do what? Sell it back to the black community over here. So anyway, we're getting, we're getting off into some, yeah, yeah, call yeah. some rabbit holes. <laughs> we're going down some rabbit holes here. Yeah, yeah, and the only reason I know all that because I was trying to help uh, a person that was in the hair business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know some around here. I'm just telling you also. But anyway, Shane, I'm not going to hold you too much. Okay? I just want to get your, your your take, okay, what's going on in Tulsa. And I want to thank you, and I want to thank your mother and father. I talked to your mother last night. Oh, by the way, congratulations to her and Wayne. They just won a national. What else would be like that, brother? Oh, they won an award with uh I believe Forest Service. <laughs> they they keep winning stuff, so I I don't keep up with it. <laughs> they're like, oh, guess what we won? And I was like, okay, and they're all is very happy for them. Uh, most 
all of them right now are creating a division for diversity. You know, because and, exactly. You know, I mean, because and, and, and so in doing that, because they have a diversified, you know, and they don't want to be seen, okay, as not being sensitive, okay, to the to, to, to the black community. And so the best way, you know, to see insensitive. Oh, I got a, I got a good one for you. Come on, bring it on. You you can you can say uh, what you just said. They're sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got they got a fire up underneath. You mess around now and, and, and let let one of these employees file a, 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 a suit on you, some kind of discrimination. I mean, they got so many different variations of discrimination now, whether it's, a, 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 what do they call it, a gender neutral, mm-hmm. you know? Do you have a bathroom for the person that doesn't identify as a man or a woman? Or do you, you know, what's going on with uh, how you promote White women, black women, Asian women, Latin women, mm-hmm. or Latin men. So a woman, and I, I, I have to uh, find the, the story on it, but there was a, I believe it was a black woman that worked for Amazon, and she'd been there so many years, she had all the qualifications equal to the other people that she was comparing herself to. And she felt that not only did they refer to her in some condescending or uh, sexual way or honey or hun or little thing, you know, things like that. I don't think they were necessarily physical with her. But anyway, she filed a lawsuit and boy, they paid her something like $27 million. So when you talk about that word sensitive, they sensitive to it now, they better get sensitive because you're going to pay. Yeah. And, and no matter how much money you got, there's some manager, there's somebody somewhere. Just like we were talking about that thing up in Connecticut with those nooses hanging in on the workplace. <laughs> yeah, by the time somebody just says, you know what, I, I, don't, I think I'm just going to file a case on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to speak up and say something about that. Yeah, you know, and so by the time they do that, here we go. It just costs you, and you know, on Amazon, it's probably one of the bigger ones because, you know, twenty-seven million. You go out here and get choked or shot or whatever in the back, or, you know, or through your bedroom or something with the, by the police, and not get that kind of money. But, but you know, you know, Chuck. Uh, 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 um, uh, recently, uh, well, I'm not okay, but. Um, uh, one of the uh, corporations, uh, you know, uh, had uh, uh, a lawsuit filed. Well, let me say, here in Missouri, what I want to say is that we have a, a, a something that's hot in the news. That somebody put a, uh, like, you know, you can drive through the chicken, so they're going to do, a, do, a, do, a, do, a, do a line to get some chicken. And so somebody put a, put a poster on there saying that they would only serve black folks. Something to that effect, okay? Well, naturally, it made you know, local news here and stuff. You call a couple of different places. But once these things take place, okay? Oh, that's what I want to say. A couple of years ago, uh, Starbucks shut down all their stores, you recall. You know, we, you know over, over some incidents, some black people being insensitive to black people, you recall that? And they, and they, and they all had to have, have training on how to be, you know, racist. Yeah. 
I remember that was that was it. That used to be the thing, wasn't it? Before George Floyd, you had to go get some training. You had to be, uh, uh, go to uh, uh, sensitivity school or something, or mm-hmm. racial uh, equity school or something. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the Starbucks shut down all the other stores for like a whole week, okay? I remember that. Yeah, and everybody, yep. everybody had, to, had to go get trained. And, and, and that's where the way the lady that did that at the time was, the them was a black lady that was the them, and she says that time he got promoted to another company right now, it's the name of the company, which is one of, one of me, a couple of black women who are now head of uh, CEOs, I should say, of, of the Fortune 500 company. Oh, 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 uh, she is sharp too. I like her. I yeah, forgot her name. Yeah, 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 ye
And so then, you know, we create an organization called, called uh, the Torah National Association to communicate with advisors and associates, okay? And so we, we, have a con- we had a conference, and I was asked to chair, uh, you know, one of the conferences. Uh, and this was back in the
the uh, General Service Administration. It's called the GSA. Mm-hmm. That's where the government, anything they want to buy, anything they want to do, mm-hmm. you, you gotta, it's got to be uh, in the GSA system. Mm-hmm. That's how they spend the money. Then they got this thing called SAM. And SAM is, if I'm getting the acronym correctly, uh, Systems, oh, System for Award Management. SAM, System for Award Management. What does that mean? Well, if you need to buy paper clips and you're in the federal government, it's got to go through the System Award Management. There might be some little things out of petty cash or something like that. But now on the other hand, if you want to build an airport, you want to repair a bridge, you want to uh, pave a road, you want to uh, uh, cut the grass on a, on a, on a military base, you got to have a system award management system be in there. Well, here's what happened. They say the website's being updated. Okay, nobody's, everybody's just, you know, sleeping or daydreaming, whatever, ain't paying no attention to websites being uh, updated. So we're going to be down for a few days, and we're updating the website, and we're going to come back up. So the website comes back online, and all of a sudden, you can't access your account if you're a small business. You can't go in and see your status of whether you can go ahead and bid or not because every I guess every time every other day people got to check their status to see if something happened and they got kicked out or their email wasn't working that day or the phone number they don't like the voicemail you got on your phone they got all these different things well now you can't go on there and check it unless you have certain level of approval which no small business has in addition to that if you want to get your account updated, you got to submit a cell phone bill in your name and a driver's license as the owner of that business. Well, almost everybody understands anything about business owners. Their phone is going to be in the business name. But uh-huh. they have put all this stuff in there. So now, on one day, we got one member. And I think you know, uh, Ira, they deal with federal uh, contracting and advising and consulting and uh, 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 working on behalf of businesses with their government contracting. They called me and said, oh, no, we got, we've got an emergency here. we got 15,000 businesses on our website right now who can't access their GSA account, their, their, their SAM uh, systems website or their portal to get in there. I said, what do you mean? What happened? Wait, 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 the contracts or the awards they're trying to get out, and they can't access it. Yeah. So under the guise of a technical glitch, oh, well, we're going to fix that or whatever. Well, we've been there. We know that. We know that story. We know how that song goes. When it's fixed, what is fixed? 
They're going to say, uh, well, no, it's working right. Oh, so you mean it's not a website update, it's a change in policy. But they don't announce the change in policy. They don't say anything. They just change the website. Yes, that's good. I so that, that's the whole point. They wanted, somebody wanted somebody to know, and they said, call the National Black Chamber of Commerce, because we're one of the few advocacy groups that is going to say something, that is going to do something. Chuck, if I could say something, if you don't mind. Uh, this is on, Scott, Scott Owen, and uh, as a veteran, I find the same thing. You know, basically, as a small business owner, we, uh, you know, you do something even in healthcare. You know, they, they, they have their websites and, yeah, they're down or there's something wrong even when you try to go in as a veteran, which really bothers me. <laughs> Veterans are very much part of this. Oh, yeah. And you're, part, you're, part of, you're part of the set-aside. You're part of the, exactly. uh, the goals and guidelines for federal procurement. Veterans, veterans are given some advantage. No, they're not really. Being part of not the small veterans. But, but on paper, purportedly, yeah, on I paper. agree with you. you. You're not getting, getting, or, uh, uh, tangibly gaining that no. access. But it's on paper. But see, that's this, this greed factor where these companies feel they need a hundred percent of a hundred percent. You know, and we're arguing for like point five. Half a point, and they got to say, "Well, no, we're not giving up 0.5 percent. We got to have a hundred. Ninety-nine point five is enough of several billion for you. No, because we're gonna make that much more profit. It, 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 it is no logic to it. I mean, it's just greed. Yes, sir. You know, and perhaps discrimination, racism, other things. But see, we're they got they they go ahead and. Uh, you know, it's almost like I go out here and shoot another black person, create a distraction while we go ahead and run this other stuff up the back stairs. Yeah, coming, you know, coming through the basement. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we they like the, some of that uh, uh, paycheck protection money got released on a weekend. Who are we? What? Yeah, How could a bank open up on Monday morning and be broke? Be all the money's gone. Well, you didn't even have it on Friday, and now you opened up to give it out on Monday, and it's already gone. And you open at nine at nine oh one. The first customer through the door. Sorry, we're out of money. That's the kind of thing that's going on. And that happened to a happened a we're having to a lot of people, and so much of it is go back and say, well, we're going to correct that, okay? And the people who got the money that first time around to spend it up, okay? They found a lot of people who got the money didn't deserve to have the money. It was embarrassing to turn it back in. Yeah, they had to hand it back over. But well, that's when it became required that they do an audit, okay, to find out who got the money. But at first, nobody, there wasn't any kind of audit, okay, to find out who got the money. But when they came up, we we're going to find out who, who gets the, some responsibility, who got the money. That's when it came out about, well, guess what? Uh, we, don't follow, we don't need the money. We don't need the money. And you know what else, Iron? It don't matter whether it was red or blue, Democrat or Republican. It's the same story. They want you. They want you to believe it's conservative or it's liberal, or we love you or we down with you. And one group says, "No, we're not down with you. We ain't thinking about you." 
you know, that's the difference. And at least you know what you're up against or what. But don't 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 have me come sit in the house and, and break bread with you, and then all of a sudden behind my back, you you're the knife in my back. Mm-hmm. That's flipping it at, at, at the same time. That's what I, that's 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 what I'm saying. But you know. I don't know, man. The system in, in our society and our culture has been so repetitive for so many years. This isn't nothing new. Mm. You know, but they're just trying to uh, uh, control the narrative and tell you uh, what news person you should trust and just drink what they say. Drink that Kool-Aid they're serving versus this one over here. And people get, they get you know, we get lazy. Or they knock out the black news. It used to be you could get some good news off. Uh, I remember when black radio stations had news departments. Oh my God! Yes. Matter of fact, you don't have no more black radio stations. No, they, they didn't just get rid of the news. They didn't get rid of the news. They got rid of the whole thing and the news on any station. On any station. Matter of fact, you know, I was not gonna say no, 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 no. There was a time, you know, and Scott, you know, you definitely hear on this one that. We were around that when you when before the news was released, okay, you had to be checked and checked four times and then broadcast. Nowadays, anybody that can get on the internet and put any lie out there that they want to, and it's not verified, but it doesn't matter because once it's out there, it's going it's going to run. Hey, Harold. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, <coughs> the the big name that's out here for this system is the is the beast merchandise it's only to benefit the beast not the people that's involved in it and participating with making things work for the better and the good of the country and the people Exactly the point that it has nothing to do with reporting the news as much as it's where they the, the breadcrumbs are giving you to lead you down a path. Mm-hmm. And you know, Chef, you know, when I'm not doing my report before the casino comes on, you know, you, know, you come on every, every Saturday, uh, and it's got, you know, I spend time on, on a Friday, and I'll do it in a week, okay, uh, verifying what I'm going to say before I see it. You know, I mean, you Somebody at that level, 
that, 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 that you actually, you know, that, that they actually, you know, gonna hire you, you know, to be work for the company. Because a lot of this is, is retained well, uh, in D.C., well, you know, Chucky, there, you have more lobbyists than you have, 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 have yeah, 435 congressmen and citizens, 535 congressmen and citizens in D.C. You have a lot of these out here. No, you can't even count them. I tell you what, they got uh, a street dedicated to them and their high-rise buildings. Yeah, and I can yeah. tell you what, what, just one of the law firms I know of has seven jets. Jeez. Has seven jets. And <laughs> I'm about 1,500 lawyers, people working in the firm. Mm-hmm. You know, so... When uh, uh, we just happened to be when when the Indians were uh, getting the casino licensing and all that stuff, uh, uh, they had to get it approved because you had all these places where they that, that you know it, it was really interesting how they developed it. But they said we can have a casino on the reservation, but it has to be an Indian. And so you had these various tribes that had these like chains of uh, of casinos in places where they would never allow gambling. Well, I know that the ones up here that are, uh, I think it's called Foxwood or somewhere up in Massachusetts or somewhere, they got a bunch of different casinos around the country now. But I know the first time, the first one, they they were hitting them up at 50000 a month just to get the thing started. Now each casino might have to hire, hire one at 50000 a month. But that's just on this one thing. Now you got something else you need done, that's another 50. Or we're going to come up and pick you up and take you to lunch, and we're going to go to a meeting in Las Vegas. By the time you get to looking at your bill for what you had to pay for that year, which would get the millions, mm-hmm. you can see some jet, some jet flights on there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like the lawyer went and bought a first-class ticket on Delta or something. No, 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 no. That's that private flight. That private flight might have, might have cost 50000 mm-hmm. you know, but, but they're like, well, you got it. What you worried about? You got it. But, but the point I'm making here is that, that's on Wall Street, but I'm saying anybody in, in, the, in our nation's capital, it, it, they had, I think I read one time, they had almost 25 lobbyists to every congressperson up there. And that's the first. You have... Uh, several different people working a congressman from the same company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you got lobbyists and then you got people that work for the company itself walking around. When uh, I tell you about this, uh, the Wireless Association, mm-hmm. it's called CTIA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, they got so many different kinds of people coming at them on the same uh, legislative issues. I mean, you got about 30 different organizations, and they're saying, go to this guy, and this is what we're going to ask him for. This is what we're trying to do. Talk to him. So they got the community groups. They got the industry groups. You know, they got neighborhood groups. They got ethnic or racial groups. They got the small business groups. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's, and that's the world we live in. That's why... That's why everything is now is just it, it, it ain't, it's not about the people. Mm. No, no, it's not. You know, how do you think these uh, how do you think these pharmaceutical companies got away with this craziness that they're doing? That you can't bring in a cheaper medicine 
uh, from another country or from, a, or from Mexico or somewhere. Same exact thing. They don't allow generic drugs. How much did it take to get that in? Even though they test them, check them, and make sure that they work, and that's what it's supposed to be, you know, so you don't want necessarily China products coming in there because they don't care. They put anything and put a label on it and say, here, take it. You know, so, you got that. But just even said right now, the, the pharmacist, the pharmaceutical company will sell something in Canada on the face of cheaper than they will in this country. That's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. The laws, the laws are, are supporting their high price ticket. Thank you. That, that's what's driving our health care cost up. Right. You know, right, I think right now they're number one lobbyists in the country. I think the Blue uh, Rizzles are right behind them. Let me ask you a question. I'm just curious about that. I, 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 I just it was brought just brought to my attention. Did you did you have to pay for your vaccine? No, but but was there a cost associated with administering your vaccine? No. Well, that's what I thought. I thought these vaccines were free. And my wife just had to tell me, no, it was free to you because you have insurance. Mm-hmm. Right? What you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, your insurance paid for, but it ain't free. Somebody paid for it. It's, it ain't free. So these billions of dollars or whatever that they paid for, so well, who's it going to? So you mean the government paid a billion dollars and bought all these vaccines, and now there's another cost, another fee associated with it to where, if what happens if you don't have insurance? Well, you can't get the vaccine. But not once have I heard that on the news. There's some of these black folks, they're trying to say it's the black community and your educational level and your, uh, uh, you know, educational level's code for how much money you got or do you have a job or what kind of job can you have? Well, so, wait a minute, I just say, wait a minute, time out, because you mean some of these folks that might want it might not have the, the, the hookup. You might need to have Medicaid or Medicare or some kind of insurance or whatever, some kind of hookup. Because uh, uh, now, <laughs> now if you get a vaccine, we're gonna enter you into the lottery and you might win a million dollars. Or a trip to Las Vegas, all expenses paid for two. You know, what? the game, man, is the game or whatever, but I've never heard them openly discuss the financial commitment that goes along with it. But Chuck, on that note, okay, uh, we're going to try to stay on our time today. Uh, uh, give me one quick last thing to say for one, we'll get out of here on, on, on Memorial Day weekend. Man, let's uh, give thanks and praise to our uh, people who serve our country mm-hmm. and salute and keep uh, a humble and remembrance because even though, <laughs> even though we really haven't been in war since uh, I don't know when, we still sure have a lot of people dying, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Amen. God bless our veterans. Thank you for your service to our country. Uh, God bless America. And God bless uh, Hot Talk Radio Berks and our audience. Love y'all. God praise. Well, then, uh, my name is Aaron, folks, uh, along with Rev, along with Scott, 
And also with Cheyenne, and then with, with Chuck. So on that note, we love you guys. Life is good. Talk to you next week.